Since we do, you know, we didn't mention voice, we do lots of voice recording, we do lots of IVLs for companies. With all of the synthetic voice, with all of the solutions that you have on the AI, if you want to be sensitive to your clients, if you want to give them the personal approach, the technology is still behind. We are also ourselves investing a lot in technology, in AI, in different automation tools. But we know that if we want to have the human factor to make the refi- or refining the, the processes, we, we, we won't give the right experience to the clients. And, and we know that it's also affecting the conversion when it comes to revenues. Welcome to 20-Minute Leaders. Just sit back, relax, and learn from the leaders of today. It's a journey. Each one is different, unique, inspiring. Let's get started. This episode is powered by J Ventures, a community-driven VC fund in Silicon Valley, in partnership with Lomitech, and sponsored by Homeward Ventures, Hippo Insurance, Upwest, Hillel at Stanford, Leap, and Birthright Excel. Hello and welcome to another episode. Let's talk about localization with Yair Tal, the CEO of Blend Localization Services. He is a seasoned executive with extensive B2B and enterprise experience, passionate about developing long-term solutions for strategic partners and customers. His interests lie in connecting local talent with global companies and removing cross-border barriers to empower growth. He joined Blend, formerly our one-hour translation, as a CEO in 2020 with a strong passion to transform the localization industry and remove cross-border barriers for growth stage companies and brands. Before joining Blend, he served as Senior Vice President, Head of Payoneer Enterprise at Payoneer, a leading cross-border payment platform. Yair Tal, welcome to 20 Minute Leaders. How are you? I'm okay. Thanks for having me. Nice being here. Thank you. Thank you very, very much for being here, CEO of Blend, uh, previously senior vice president uh, with Enterprise at Payoneer, which I mentioned, I love the company, and I'm about to love Blend too after this conversation, uh, because we're going to be talking about a problem that uh, virtually every company faces, especially in, in a globalized world today, where we're not just creating a product for a specific demographic or a specific language, but it's really the whole world with however many languages there are, and uh, and we and localization and the, the whole challenge there is something that that blend helps tackle and so i'm excited to talk about that but before that yeah tell me a little bit about yourself about your own journey and sort of what guides you and your perspective uh, throughout your career um you know as you mentioned i i i came from pioneer and i've been with pioneer for many years um leading the enterprise mm-hmm. side of the business and it's uh, in a way it's very similar to what we're doing here it's a b2b solution Uh, it's a solution uh, that you are actually designing for client you're designing for clients that are trying to grow globally there are many challenges when you work, when you want to work globally that you need to remove barriers uh, when it comes to payment when it comes to languages when it comes to cultures and working with companies for the long term building their relationship understanding their needs and then developing the solution that they need uh, this is what I like the most that's what I did the pioneer and This is what I'm doing here. Uh, in, actually, I have many, jo- many customers that I used to work with them at Pioneer, working with them here at Blend. So I'm enjoying, <laughs> it, I'm enjoying the journey, yes, a lot. I love it. Okay, so now I was talking more specifically about globalization, localization, and what's happening with the world today. Before we even talk about Blend, paint me a picture of the pain, of, of the pain that you're solving. You know, what's, what's happening that makes Blend a necessity in today's world? So, um, you know, it's uh, 
today it's really hard to talk about any trends without mentioning COVID uh, because this is the reality that we are living in. Uh, we, we were being uh, at COVID at some point, we thought we can start talking about post COVID and now we see that we, it's too early to talk about post COVID. And you see that a lot of things actually changing in the world. Uh, you see that companies that used to manage their business locally, suddenly um, there are many options for them to grow globally. You see that companies used to uh, work mm-hmm. offline, they need to go online. And you see that uh, uh, different regulations that used to be before actually been removed or actually changed the pictures, and then companies have new opportunities to grow their business. Uh, and if I used to buy on specific stores locally that I went down in the street and to buy there, now I can go online, buy the same street, but buy in many other streets. And so for me as a consumer, I get lots of new options that I didn't have before. But on the other end, for the sellers, for the businesses uh, that they were limited before, they're not limited anymore. It's in a way, it's very similar to what we used to have with the taxi drivers, that then it moved to be the Uber, that then you have endless options. Right. Same here, but it's not only the Uber locally, it's the internationally endless options for me to sell and to grow my business. But then I get into a challenge that how do I deal with the cultural gaps? How do I deal with the language? Right. And, 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 and the more. And, and that really encompasses the idea of localization, right? right? The, that exact challenge, making things local for culture, for language, for everything. And, and by the way, uh, you know, the, the blend, before it was blend, we were, uh, we were one hour translation. We went through a pr- whole process of uh, how do we want to uh, redefine uh, the company as far as what we do and what is the right rebranding that we wanted to do. And the reason that we chose blend is right. only uh, because we realize that in, if you want to grow your company into a new market, you need to compete with locals. And it's, it's very challenging to compete with locals when you don't speak the language, but mostly that you don't speak the culture. And what you need to do is that you need to blend into a culture. You need to blend into a country in order to win, in order to grow your business. And this is really in, uh, most of the reasons why we decided to call the company Blend to rebrand to Blend. So what, what is sort of a, how does a strategy look like, you know, from a business's perspective, before Blend's perspective, I'm as a business owner, what sort of strategy should I even be thinking through as I'm expanding and as I'm approaching new cultures or new demographics? So it starts from the culture. So you need to have a culture fit for your products and to make sure that they're actually relevant in a, in a, in a different market. You know, we work with the gaming companies that uh, there are lots of regulations in other countries that there's no, it's, it's a blocker. There's no point for them even to try and to go there uh, because they would be blocked by the regulation. And the same with the e-commerce. E-commerce, they may have restrictions on, on specific products that it won't be a good fit, or it might be even a culture uh, gap that the product that they used to sell in one country wouldn't be a good fit in another country. And we have endless examples of uh, websites and, and reports that we created for companies that they saw that the conversion in Russia was low for them. And when they realized that the product and the way they, they, uh, they publish it in, in Russia is not in a good fit. And the same in Brazil and the same in China. Uh, so you really need to fit and to make sure that your product is, is, is a good fit for the country, for the domain that you want to explore and you want to expand your business into. So that would be the first 
thing that you have to do the research before. And one of the things we do for companies, we actually we prepare the reports for them, making sure that this, there is a good fit for them to explore this market. And then once they do it, obviously you start to get into new challenges of, okay, now I know there's a fit for me. How do I do it? How do I approach the markets? What do I start to communicate in, uh, first? And, and, and how do I build my uh, wallet shared in the specific country? And so how does a process like this actually look? So what, how does Blend actually come and take a company and help it realize what could materialize in, in another culture, another demographic? But then more interestingly, how do you actually go about making this transition with them? Or addition, so first, we, we love working with the companies that are looking to explore. Like, you know, uh, there's some companies that actually come into us and said, during COVID, uh, we used to uh, work with resellers. So we never sold products by ourselves. But now during COVID, some of the stores were closed. So we decided that we want to do it ourselves. And a good example is actually to take one client that we had, that they decided that they want to go into new markets. They came with a list of 25 countries that they would like to explore. Uh, together with them, we basically look into the specific countries and realize that it won't be a good fit to start with all of them. And we pick together 17 because we assume based on the research that we have with the local uh, talents that we work with in each country that it won't be a good fit uh, in, in specific places and will be a much better fit in other places. And we picked 17. And I'm guessing that a, a part of this is also that they may be looking at it from an angle of, you know, in, in terms of where, where their product uh, can better materialize, you know, financially and, and get more traction. You're coming in there with an, with an angle, though, of, of a better culture fit, right? And whether to see this is actually, you know, you understanding these cultures in a different way with, with more experience, you could actually envision or predict how they would perceive the product better perhaps than the company and, would. And, and it's very important to do it with local talents. So we, we, we tested many programs, we tested many products and we realized that we worked with a company that they, it's all based on YouTube movies and, and all of the material that they have actually based on YouTube, but then it wouldn't work on, in China. So you don't want to start in China while you know that you need to duplicate all of your content into a different platform while you can start in other countries with what you have already. And then we work with a company that they're actually doing some uh, uh, body, uh, you know, beauty products that it wouldn't be a good fit in some other countries that they more conservative. And we said, let's, this is where we see the highest uh, uh, chances for you to start with the highest chances to uh, conversion and to start your business with. And we picked the 17. Right. Once we did it, we said, okay, now we need to help them to write the content because the content that they have in English, if you just translate the content to a different language, it wouldn't be good enough. You need to be, uh, you need to do the adoptions to the culture that will better explain the product, the advantages, and how to describe it so you'll get more traffic. So now you want to move on to the SEO and to uh, build traffic for them, build their websites, design their websites, you know, left to right, right to left, and other challenges they may have on their site, all the way right. to the, you know, payment page, all the way to the uh, retention of the second buy and, and so on. Now, how similar is this process across companies? Do you find that it's mostly similar or do you really have to reinvent the whole thinking strategy with every company that comes in? So there are lots of, there are lots of similarities when you go into the specific, specific verticals. So obviously on the e-commerce, you will see lots of similarities. 
uh, when you're talking about physical goods, right. there are lots of uh, similarities. However, it certainly depends on the products that they have and the countries where they're actually selling from. So here you'll have lots of uh, changes. But if you go to gaming, it will be different. If you go to legal stuff, if you go to pharma, actually, since we support many verticals, uh, over there you see different challenges that, that, that they, they are all facing. But as you go in the vertical, right. into the vertical, then there are really lots of things that we can duplicate and we can design for them. Just do the adjustment based on their products and based on their needs and, and, and so on. So as we transition, you know, into a more globalized world, obviously solutions like Blend, you know, they're, they're critical and, um, and are something that, you know, that, that are more, that is just becoming more and more necessary as we transition there. Do you see a shift in, you know, the way that things are being done though, to get, to get localization? Is there, are, in other words, do you, do you believe that, you know, in the coming years, we're going to see people across the world becoming more similar in a way that perhaps you won't need to localize as much? Or is this a need that is going to keep growing with separate cultures? You know, you can go back to the Bible when, uh, you know, um, we know about different uh, cases when people try to speak the same language, but it didn't work well, right? And, and right. I think this is where we uh, yeah. all, you know, it's an ongoing, endless challenge that we are trying to gap uh, between uh, cultures and between the languages and, and to speak the same language. Um, if, you know, investing money in a company that uh, if you think of this as a risk that everyone will speak the same language, I feel comfortable that they will take uh, many more years before we will all speak the same language and, and, and share the same culture. So because it's not only translation, so I assume that there are more and more solutions with, uh, with uh, AI solutions for, for gapping the uh, different languages, but the culture is a huge challenge for localizations. You can have an amazing product. Right. Amazing product. If you move into Japan, trying to sell it in Japan, and you don't do the adjustments for the culture, you have no chance. You have no chance to grow your business and to succeed right. locally. And still, even when you look into, uh, since we do, you know, we didn't mention voice, we do lots of voice recording, we do lots of IVLs for companies. With all of the synthetic voice, with all of the solutions that you have on the AI, if you want to be sensitive to your clients, if you want to give them the personal approach, the technology is still behind. We are also ourselves investing a lot in technology in AI, in different automation tools, but we know that if we want to have the human factor to make the refi or refining the, the processes, we, we, we won't give the right experience to the clients. And, and we know that it's also affecting the conversion when it comes to revenues. How does a company like Blend scale? So how do you, how do you scale a company like this? And how do you strategically think as the CEO where, where you're headed as a company that is helping other companies? Um, first, as I mentioned at the beginning, it's all about building the relationship with our clients, with our current clients, listening to and understanding what is their needs, what is their passion, where they want to grow their business, and make sure that we can support them wherever they go. And we see the demand for more uh, videos, uh, more uh, uh, localized solution, localized sites that they need to have. We see how they're struggling with SEO, with content writing, and this is how we are actually recruiting the community that we have. We also see, and this is really the most important thing for us, we also see how the uh, ongoing needs for their business. And when you have an ongoing needs, 
you can develop more AI tools so you can learn their needs and you only do the improvement. So you can save lots of costs and you can optimize the SLAs for them. So anytime that they're actually launching a new product, anytime that the company uh, that actually coming with a new service that they want to launch, we know 90% of their language already in our system. So we can really run it very fast for them and deliver it in any language that they need. So this really on as far as the stickiness with our clients and how they, we can keep them with us, we are listening, uh, developing the solutions based, based on their needs and making sure that uh, we can support them with the scale. So uh, this is really where we're actually focusing the most, which force us quite often to develop things that we don't have yet because we see the trend, we see the next client, we see their demands, we see their challenges, and we know that if we are not going to do it, someone else will do it for them. Tell me a little bit about your own, you know, your, your own self and take me back even, you know, elementary school, middle school. What, what really sparked your curiosity? What really fascinated you as you, as you were growing up? Um, I think I can say that I'm a people person and uh, being a people person that you can take me back even to the uh, scouts, uh, being at the scouts, uh, living in Jerusalem, uh, having lots of friends, uh, being, uh, you know, being a, a Madrid, being a guide at the, at the, at the, uh, the youth movements and taking some responsibilities and actually starting to grow over there into the armies and so on. So it's always about people around you. But you know that uh, in order to do something right, you need to do it together with them. Um, I think it's about building the community around you, the friendship around you, which takes you into the business. I think that today, uh, I would say it's, I see lots of similar similarities to being at the, at the scouts, being with with the friends at the army. That you know that when you go to uh, an industry that it's a global industry. Now we are based in Tel Aviv. Uh, I think that the vast majority of our clients are not here. Right? We need to really manage a global business overseas. Now we have a team right. in we have a team in in China, team in Hong Kong, uh, in the UK, in Los Angeles, London. Uh, sorry, I mentioned that. Uh, in, in other places, in Romania and Ukraine, uh, we know that in order to manage this business, you need to have the right people around you. You need to have the environment of people that they want to fight together, they want to win together, they want to think together, and it needs to be a team. And I think this is definitely something that I'm going back to my childhood, going back to my youth, going back to working with people around me that you trust, that you believe, that you love, and you know that with them, you can win. So... That's definitely something I'm taking back from there to today. I love it. And where do you draw your inspiration from today? In day-to-day, personally, professionally? I'm, I'm curious to learn. I'm, I have to say that uh, speaking with customers, uh, learning about new businesses that I know nothing about them. Now, you can imagine that we support so many verticals that are far away from what we do mining and and, uh, and 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 pharma and even during covid uh, lots of uh, medicines that you know i never heard about them but we know that we support them and you speak with the customers and you listen to what they do what they what's what's excite what excites them and you know that what they do is amazing and if i can make them global they will grow their business and in many cases they will do good to the world i love it and i also love the fact that we have the uh, privilege of connecting clients 
from Western countries, from developing countries to countries that emerging countries that they are over there with endless talented people, that those talented people, uh, they always seek for opportunities. And if you can combine between those two, between the two of them, if you can really bring those customers that they have the, the passion, they have the visions to grow their business globally to the same talented people, that they speak the right languages, they have, they have knowledge in different uh, verticals. And if you know how to put them together, and it's a win-win. In fact, it's a win-win-win because we are also enjoying the fact that we're matching the right people to the right clients. But I think uh, this drives us all, uh, and this is a very motivated, uh, I, I would say, impact to the entire team when we see those successes, when we see when you go on a Zoom meeting, speaking with a client that they need 17 different languages, and you see 17 people on the Zoom speaking 17 different languages, it's amazing to see. And if you had to choose a few words to think about yourself, what, you know, whether it's through your work with Blend or with, uh, the, with you know, exactly what you mentioned now, uh, or more on a personal side, what, what are some words that come to mind that represent you? I'm curious, sometimes too much. Yeah. Um, it's hard for me to uh, go in the elevator or not to ask someone a little bit about them. And uh, so my kids are always you know, like, uh, trying to shush me and then don't ask, don't start the conversation. But the same with clients. I, 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 I want to know, uh, I think it makes me smarter. So I, this is how I build my relationship with the client. So I am curious. Uh, I think that uh, I am creative, uh, trying to find the solutions for, for challenges uh, makes me happy. Uh, and thinking a little bit out of the box or even a lot out of the box, uh, definitely, uh, uh, inspires me and people person. Uh, I like it, working with people, communicating with people, building a solution with people, and, and, and I think definitely uh, uh, this part of who I am. I love it. Wonderful. Thank you so much for being here. This was amazing. And uh, yeah, I really enjoyed our time together. And I, and I learned a lot. And I think that what you're doing, obviously, is so impactful and important today and critical for every business. Uh, and, and I can only imagine what it's like to go through an actual use case with a company. Uh, it's just almost like building a puzzle together, which at the end opens up a whole new world and a whole new demographic for that business. So thank you for sharing your time with me and stay safe and stay healthy. Thank you very much. Thank you. It was a pleasure. Thank you. Take care.